First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. There have been numbers coming out this week in the Eastern Cape around the number of people who have run out of money to buy food. And the Eastern Cape Provincial Government, their Department of Social Development, has suggested that it's around 447,000 people ran out of money to buy food. This was between March and September last year. It's If you look at how uh, the Eastern Cape is, if you look at the family dynamics, it's a very, very large number. And, of course, we've seen terrible stories in the Eastern Cape about mothers battling to feed their children. Mzukisi Solani is the Head of Communications for the Department of Social Development in the Eastern Cape. Mzukisi, good morning. Good morning, Stephen, and good morning to the listeners. So um, it's a big it's a big job to try and make sure that everyone in the Eastern Cape has enough food. We all know the impact of the pandemic. We all know the nature of your province. Even so, it's a very high number of people who literally are going hungry and a very high number of children. It is, Stephen. Um, it is. Um, and uh, it's a work that uh, requires everyone. And we try to do our part and uh, in, in, in doing with the little that we have. Uh, to make sure that we're reaching each and every household in each and every street corner where there are people uh, desperate for for food but it's a it's a it's a moving target uh, it's a moving target but we we we're trying uh, as a department uh, through you know working in what we call immediate hunger immediate hunger is when you don't know when i mean where your next meal is going to come from we, for instance, we're running what we call community nutrition and development centers. Um, there are 37 of them across the Eastern Cape. They are not enough. We would love to expand them uh, to be available in each and every ward. But uh, it's difficult because all these things, they require more resources in terms of money and they require more partners. Um, the figures I have um, suggest that, you know, people are supposed to sort of get a hot meal in food gardens. I think you call them nutritional centers. That only, yeah, yeah. only 6,000 people benefited from that during that period. I mean, that's a tiny fraction. It's a, it's a 37 um, community nutrition and development centers. I mean, those are your old-fashioned, what you call soup kitchens, right? And um, that's what we are providing. It's a minimal number, as I indicated. And we would love to have them in each and every ward. Uh, but we can only do as much because of the uh, dwindling resources that we have. So that's why we coordinate everyone, because that's what we started, because I also need to mention that part, that we are coordinating each and every person who's working in the uh, food provision space um, to make sure that uh, you don't have other people running other things on the other side. Uh, we, we, we attack the problem because it is becoming serious each and every day as you find that families are, are becoming unemployed. Mm-hmm. So it will require that every other person who's working in the space, we work together to deal with the problem. Are you spending all of the money that you're given to deal with this? I know you probably don't get enough money. I'm going to come to that in a moment. But are you spending all the money that you do get? We do, Stephen. And I saw the uh, the, the reporting that you uh probably you, um, you know, getting some of the information because I read that and I think there is some uh, a bit of uh, economics with the truth there. We spend all what we have because what they are trying to refer to is conditional grants that we'd have been receiving in between. Conditional grants would have, you know, a, a different methods of how to use that money. For instance, I know even the person uh, who wrote that piece um, has, has uh, you know, got it wrong before because the money she had been referring to before was money that we received 
um, for COVID-19 after effects, I mean, I mean, so to speak. But the money came in late to the department. I came in around about December, November, that financial year. Remember, December, November, you can't do uh, anything in terms of um, looking for people to work in food provision, meaning companies. So you have to issue out bids and allow people to bid to, you know, to take the task of distributing food. So that process was finished late in the following year. Remember, the financial year ends in March. So we only had one month in order to use that conditional grant. So we pushed as much as possible to distribute food. But when we saw that we are almost ending the end of the financial year, remember, uh, we did not want to give money back to the treasury. Sure. Instead, we reprioritized the money uh, for scholar transport. That's okay. what happened. Yeah. So, so, so let, let, let me try and put this all in a slightly different way. I think what people, I think what, what we want to know is, firstly, that people are trying to help those who are start. I mean, I, I mean, some of the stories are just heartbreaking. Um, sure, sure. The, sec- the second is that government is doing, and your department is doing absolutely everything it can as quickly as it can. I mean, we can't have a situation where money can't be spent, you know. Um, like, like if there's money there, it must be spent and it must be spent effectively. Is that what you're doing? That is what we are doing, Stephen. And um, as I, I mean, we, we, we always make this call that uh, when we receive money, um, especially I mean, at the, at the level of the MSC, she has this determination that she, did, she deals harshly for, I mean, with any other person who returns money to Treasury. That is her line. I mean, if you cross that line, then you have to face whatever that happens thereafter. So that's the determination in terms of the political direction of the department. Secondly, in terms of administration, that is what we try to do, but we do it with little and minimal resources as much as possible because the budget of the department has not been expanding. Instead, it has remained the same and also shrinking because of the, uh, I mean, the, the, the situation across the public service. So that is why we are coordinating other people who might have other resources elsewhere so that when we deal with the problem, which is becoming serious each and every day, we do one thing. Because you might find that you might have, you know, NGOs. I know Gift of the Givers, for instance, they do quite a tremendous work in that field. So we're saying even to them and everyone else, when we go there, let's go together so that we are able um, to deal with hunger in that particular, I mean, particular household, and we know that we are done with it. Because you find now people are working sparsely. As a result, even um, in, in dealing with the problem, there's a bit of a, um, um, a disjuncture because not everyone is working together. Imzukisi uh, Solani, thanks very much indeed. Head of Communications for the Eastern Cape Department of Social Development.